I'm going to I'm going to ask the Lord to help me um, get in this word and share what he's given me for today. And as you know, we've got our new uh, poster boards. I want this one. singers. Um, all right. Thank you, Jesus. I want to say good morning to all of the covenant partners that are here at KSL Ministries. I want to say good morning to our SoundCloud listeners. As we get ready to go into the word of the Lord, I'm going to ask you to please get your Bibles, your pens, and your pads, and we're going to do our declaration. Amen? Amen. Oh, yeah, we got to do our declaration. We got to put it in the atmosphere. And, and, and it has to be put in the atmosphere here at the ministry in the worship center as well. Amen. Amen. I'm going to ask you to please stand. Amen. If you hadn't got that bookmark, you need to see uh, Minister Maurice and Dr. Hancock over there. Uh, well, I don't know where they're going to be now. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I think, okay, we're we going to, everything going to be going to the back. So if you ain't got that bookmark, meet them in the back. Amen? Amen? Amen. All right, let's do our declarations. Lay this foundation in the atmosphere here at the Worship Center. Amen? Amen. 2022. 2022. The year, the year of, expectation of expectation and hope. And hope. The, year the year of expectation. Of expectation. The, year the year of having the hope, the hope of, the of the promises of Jesus Christ, of Jesus Christ. Active, 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 active in my life, in my life. The, promise the promise of his prosperity, the promise of his power, of his power. And, his and his presence. 2022, 2022 is my year. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Woo! Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to decree and declare the foundational scripture to this year's declaration is Psalm 62 and 5. Please repeat after me. My soul, My soul wait, thou wait thou only upon God, only upon God. for my expectation, my expectation is, from him. is from him. We're going to quote Proverbs 23, 17 through 18. Repeat after me, please. Let not thy heart, not thy heart envy, sinners, envy sinners, but be thou in the fear of the Lord all the day long for surely there is an end and that expectation shall not be cut off Father God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ let the gates of my life and city be open for the king for the king of glory to come in let the righteousness, Let the righteousness peace, peace, 
and joy of the kingdom be established in my life. I'm coming in the higher, Anna. Your time done come. Yes, he said, this is the year. This is it. This is it, Anna. I'm coming in. He said, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming in. I'm coming in now. Repeat after me. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. If they obey and serve him, the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that ye through his poverty might be rich. A faithful man shall abound with blessings. Mm. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that worketh in us, according as his divine power had given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that had called us to glory and virtue. The blessing of the Lord is on my life. It's making me rich and adding no sorrow. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Where are you going to praise him then? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We have covered so much um, in just a short time with the help of the Holy Spirit, we started out talking about the word expectation and hope, and then we realized by the Holy Spirit that that word expectation has the word future in it. Amen? And so that's when the Holy Ghost began to take his word, this decree, that he gave, and he lifted it up a little higher, and then he began to move us into that one word, which is kingdom. That came out of the word expectation, because in the word expectation, it says it is a strong belief that something is going to happen uh, now or in the future. And so the Lord asked me, he said, well, what's in the future? I said, no, he said, what's in the future? And I said, well, what is it, Lord? And he said, my kingdom. He asked me, he said, what is now? I said, what is it, Lord? He said, my kingdom. So that's how we got from just mere expectation and hope and mere prosperity, mere power, mere presence. That's how we got to kingdom prosperity, kingdom power, and kingdom presence. Amen? Amen. Then he moved us into, praise God, how he made us, how we are not just flesh and blood, but we are spirit. We have a soul. We live in this body. Amen? Then he moved us from that to all the faculties of the body. Then the, uh, the faculties of the soul and the faculties of the spirit. Amen? So what we want to do this morning is we stopped off on last Sunday talking about how at salvation, at salvation, after we have repented, how the Holy Ghost is involved in our salvation experience, how when we receive salvation by faith, by grace, the Holy Spirit 
is working in our lives. When we begin to repent, say the Lord's Prayer of Repentance, accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Ghost is doing a work within us. Once he gets our spirit all cleaned up, then he puts within us a new gene, a new gene. So what you have to understand is this. We've been born once from our parents, but when we got born again by the Holy Spirit, faith, grace, through the blood of Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit actually put a new gene in us. So everybody under the sound of my voice, if you have gone through the prayer of repentance, you have the new gene. We touched a little bit on Sunday about how we have to be responsible for what we let in our eye gate, ear gate, huh? affection gate, touch, taste, hearing, smell. We are responsible for that. We, 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 we treat God like he's going to come down and do everything for us, when in reality, God has already done everything for us. And we've got to stand up like real men and women, real Christians, and work the word and be and be the children of God that we are. Amen. Amen. So I want to I I talk about this, and then we're going to move into some other things. So the Holy Spirit of God brings in a new gene. Go with me to Titus. I want to go to the book of Titus. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you to go to the book of Titus, chapter 3. Titus, chapter 3. Okay, and we're going to look at verse 1, and we go from there. All right, Titus, chapter 3, verse 1. It says, put them in mind to be subject to principalities and powers, to obey magistrates, to be ready to every good work. That's authority. Somebody say, that's authority. authority. All right? It says, to speak evil of no man, to be no brawler, but gentle, showing all meekness unto all men. Is that in your Bible? So the Bible says we're to speak evil of no man, not to be a brawler, but gentle, showing all meekness unto who? To who? Amen. All men. For we for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving diverse lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. That This is why I have patience, and this is the truth. I get, I get a little hurt. I do. I get hurt. You know, if I see a Christian... And they say they're supposed to be a Christian, and I see them acting all out of order or out of content from the word. I get hurt. Sometimes I even get a little angry. But then I, I calm down because I understand that we've all been there. We've all been there. And we have to grow. And I'm still growing. And I'm still growing. And you should still be growing. But at the same time, we're going to have to learn how to have patience with everybody because we used to be there too. We're going to have to have patience with everybody because we used to be there too. We're going to have to have patience with everybody because we used to be there too. So we're going to have to walk as mature Christian men and Christian women. Amen? Amen. He says that's where we were. He says, but after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, toward man appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, nothing on our part, thank you, Jesus, but according to his mercy, he saved us, watch this, by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Now, uh, it was a while back. And I would read this scripture, and I would just read it, you know, and look at it, and I was like, well, why did he use the word regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost? And so one day, and this is just the truth. I, like I said, I'm not going to lie on anybody, but this was the truth. I was talking to Minister Ralph the second, 
And he said, he said, I don't know, he just started talking. He says, have you ever noticed that word in the Bible? He says, wherever you see the word re, that means it was there before. <laughs> I say, what? He said, that means it was there before. So to read Gene, you got, you got to think about what we're saying here. Lord, why did you have to read, why did you have to read Gene us? Okay, because the old Gene went deep into sin and it no longer is profitable It's praise the Lord. Okay. It's no longer profitable. See, when God created Adam and Eve, they had that gene that was illuminated totally from heaven. Totally from heaven. And then when they sinned, that gene went deep into sin. And the only way to redeem mankind was Jesus Christ or God himself, who is Jesus, had to come here down the cross for us, shed his blood for us and bring in salvation, bring in a cleansing and a new gene. So now you can stay attached to that old gene if you want to, but it's really no good. It is not profitable unto God or to you, okay? It's high time that we as the body of Christ start walking according to the new gene. And so we, we, we're explaining it, you received a new gene at the time of your salvation. Simple as that. You had nothing to do with that. The Holy Ghost stepped in and did the work. So put your hand on your heart, say, I have a new gene that I received at my salvation. Saying I'm going to have to deal with it. <laughs> You're going to have to deal with it. You're either going to keep living under that old gene, which is under Adam and under the sin nature, or you're going to pick yourself up, shake yourself off, and say today is the last day. I'm going to start learning, learning how to operate from the new gene. Amen? Let's see what it says. What is a gene, pastor? It is a unit of heredity which is transferred. There's that word again. From a parent. All right? It came from God. Say, my new gene came from God. Now, hold on. Your old gene came from God. But it's too far deep in sin. It's too far deep in sin. So God had to come and do something else for us. He had to give us a regening and a renewing of the Holy Ghost. So that means Adam and Eve were illuminated from heaven and they were full of the Spirit of God. They were full of the Spirit of God. But when darkness came in, it covered all of that. Amen. And it took the blood. Somebody say it took the blood of Jesus. Say it took the blood of Jesus. To cleanse me. And prepare my spirit. For the new gene. That's the other thing. This new gene is in your spirit. It's not in your soul. It's not in your body. It's not in your mental. It's in your spirit, man. It's in your spirit, man. Are you hearing me this morning? You have the gene of God. If you done went through the sinner's prayer, you saved, you understand, you have it. You just got to let it work. You got to learn about it. You got to learn about it so you can let it work. So you got a new gene. Where is it at, Pastor? In your spirit. Wait a minute. Not just your spirit. It's in your reborn spirit. It's in your reborn spirit. Say, my spirit is reborn. Oh, come on, don't act like you're afraid. Did you go through the sinner's prayer? Did you ask the Lord to forgive you of all your sins? Come on then, honey. You, sir, ma'am, you got a new gene. You just got to be taught how to use it, how to walk in it, how to live by it. 
Mama, 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 shake yobohosha. So, it is a transfer from a parent to the offspring. Now, hold on to that word because we're going to read about that word again. Because the Bible says, before we go there, what does the Bible say about us? We are the offspring of God. We are the offspring of God. Don't be afraid to say that. Jesus Christ is God. So if you don't like saying God, say God who is Christ. I am the offspring of God who is Christ. Who is Christ? But he's still God. Are we going somewhere? You, You got some time. Amen. You got some time. It is a. A, a unit of heredity which is transferred from a parent to the offspring and is held to determine some characteristics of the offspring. Mm, 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 mm. Somebody say, I got a regeneration and a renewing of the Holy Ghost. All right, go to Acts the 17th chapter, please. We're going we're gonna to show you something this morning, something so unique about our God. Woo, something so unique about our God. Because see, like God told me, like the, like the Holy Spirit told me, he says, if you can understand God, you can understand yourself. Now, I know you don't want to hear that, but, 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 hey, 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 I'm not taking down because it's in the word. He says, if you can understand God, you can understand yourself because you are the offspring of God. I didn't say you were God, but even the Lord says we are little G's. I'm going to show you something else about yourself. We are little G's. He says, have I not said that you are God's? He says, but if you don't walk in it, you're going to die like mere men and women. He says, if you don't get up and start learning about it and start walking in it, you're going to die like mere men and women. Like you ain't bad English. Like you're not God's children. Lord, help me. I don't intend to die like a mere woman. You shouldn't want to die like a mere man or if you're a woman, a mere woman. Acts 17, verse 29. It says, for as much then as we are the what? There it is. For as much then as we are the offspring. And what do we say about the regeneration? It is a, what is a gene? It's a unit of heredity which is transferred from a parent to the offspring. All right, now, so God gave us a transfer of genes, amen? For as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the Godhead is likened to gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's devices. Now, basically, what that's saying is, since we are the offspring of God, we ought to know something about God. So, and as we understand God, we can understand ourselves. Amen? All right. Go to Genesis chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Okay, and it reads, glory to God, hallelujah. And God said, let us make man, that man, mankind in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowls of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now, now you see, God, it was smart, intelligent. You know why? He says, I'm going to make this man, I'm going to make this woman, but I'm going to make them in my image, after my likeness. Well, what does that mean? Uh, God is three parts. He's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. We are spirit with a soul and a body. We are three parts. God is three parts, okay? And he made us that way so that we could have dominion in this earth. So we could rule something. 
You, you ought to be able to rule the very business that you own. You ought to be able to rule the very job. I'm talking about your atmosphere that you own. You ought to be able to rule, you know, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm very uh, mindful. Okay, we got housewives. Uh, we got people who have retired. But whatever you're working on, you ought to be able to rule it. Because you're made in God's image and likeness. You're no dummy. You are smart. You are intelligent. You are creative. Uh-huh. You are blessed. That's what the word says. I'm not backing down off the word. That's what the word says. So God said, let me, let us, let us, let us, let us. Who is us? God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowls of the air over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God has given us what? Dominion. It means to rule. He gave it to us because he knew he had put himself in us. We just got to be trained. Look at your neighbor. Say, I just got to be trained. Say, I come to the house of God, receive the word of God, and get training. Then I go back out in the world and I walk it out. What does it say? Verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God what? Blessed them. Stop telling yourself you poor, you broke, you torn down. No, the devil is a lie. You can stand on the word. You can stand on the word. God has blessed me. I just got to learn how to operate. I got to learn how to operate this. He blessed them. Go to Job. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your word this morning. Bring our minds up, God, to where we need to be. I'm not just a nobody trying to tell somebody, oh, but neither am I in pride, but I'm not a nobody. Nah, I'm not a nobody. No, I'm God's child. And you got to start saying it and know it. You got to say it and know it and believe it. And you put it with the word. You stand on the word of God because the word of God don't lie. You got to tell yourself the word of God says I'm blessed. The word of God says I'm created in the image of the Lord. The word of God says that God created me. I didn't come from a monkey. I didn't evolve from some little explosion. No, you did not. No, the word tells us specifically where we came from. Go to Job 33 and 4. Here it is, Job 33 and 4. You remember I told you we came out from eternity? Job wrote this down. This is the history, okay, of the making of man. And so Job 33 and 4 says the spirit of God had made me. Is that in your Bible? So who made you? Uh-uh. Say it just like the word. Who made you? Thank you. The spirit of God made you. So why would he make us any different from himself? You are a spirit. You have a soul. You live in a body. God, the spirit made us. The spirit of God had made me. And the breath, my, 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 of the almighty had given me life. Do you see that? What is the breath of God? It is heavenly material. Mm, 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 mm. And the Bible says that God breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life. Ooh, he breathed heaven into us. So mankind is part heaven and part earth. That's deep. You have no business laying over in a ditch somewhere with drugs all in your vein. You have no business uh, going from man to man in sexual intercourse. You are kings and queens. <laughs> yes, I see now. Come on. 
No, 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 no. You don't have no business. Huh? Toe down, woe down, woe out. Huh? Beat down. Notice, he says, and I gave them dominion over the things in the earth. But you don't see nowhere where it says he gave you dominion over women or men. Married to tyrants who tell you what to do. He made us all free. Tyrants beating up on you. Breaking out your teeth. Beating up your face. Wait a minute. Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. No, 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 no. God said, I, I bless them. I bless male and female. Oh, shine, Anna. Go on, go on. Go on for me now. Shine. Keep shining, keep shining. Keep shining. Yes, sir. You are kings and priests. You are kingdom. You are king priests. You are king priests in your own right. In your atmosphere. And everybody should be treated with respect. I'm going to treat the babies with respect. I'm going to treat the cradle babies with respect. And I'm going to treat you with respect. In hopes that you're going to treat me with respect. God blessed them. Job said the spirit of God had made me and the breath of the almighty had given me life. His breath is a heavenly material. Look at verse 6 of Job 33. He says, behold, I am according to thy whoosh in God's stead. I also am formed out of the clay. See, even in Job's day, past the garden, Past Adam and Eve, Job said, wait a minute, I'm made of the clay as well. We are still made of dirt. But God took dirt and made dirt intelligent. Let me, let me show you. We're we moving. Go back to Genesis. I'm going to show you. It's in the Word. Somebody say, it's in there. It's in the Word. Let me show it to you. Go to Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. Uh-huh. And the Bible says, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, clay, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, heavenly material, and man became a what? There it is. And man became a living soul. He didn't say, now watch this, watch this. They didn't write in there a living body. <laughs> he said, the breath of God, heavenly breath, spiritual breath, is what caused man to become a living soul. Well, what's in my soul? My mind, my will, my emotions, my affections, my reasoning, my imagination. All of that was made of God until sin came. But here's the real deal. You've been regenerated. See, we always want to, uh, but you don't understand, Adam fell in the garden, and that's why I like I am. Liar. Then you didn't get saved. Then you didn't get saved. You a liar because you didn't get saved because that salvation, you got a new gene. You got the same gene back that God gave Adam them in the beginning. And none of you, nor me. Can look at anybody in here because God is not through with any of us yet. Amen. So shut up. I hear you in your spirit. Shut up. God is not through with any of us. But thank God I'm letting him work on me. What about you? Are you letting him work on you? Shine. Keep shining at him. Keep shining for me. Yes, Lord. He said it became a living soul. Now, <laughs> here we go. Put your seatbelts on. No, never mind. Don't take, put, take them off. <laughs> take them off. Take them off. We finna step up. Here's the real deal. Every word in the Bible has a meaning. 
Every word in the Bible has a meaning. So we're going to step it up. We're going a little higher. In Hebrew, in Hebrew, where it says, in the beginning, God, in Hebrew, the word God is Elohim. Gonna go somewhere. Stepping it up. So say this with me. Say God in Hebrew steps up a little higher. Say God in Hebrew means Elohim. 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 So in the Hebrew Bible, it reads in the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. Huh? In the Hebrew Bible, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. In Genesis 2 and 4, where it says, these are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created in the day that Jehovah Elohim. Now, that's in the Hebrew Bible. You say, well, what does that got to do with anything? I'm going to show you. Elohim is a category title. It is not a name. You got to hold on to that. We are who? God's offspring. Elohim is a category title, not a name, and can refer to any spiritual being. So Elohim connects to spiritual beings. That's why God in Hebrew is called Elohim because he is a spirit being. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. And it can refer to any spiritual being. But God is the Elohim of all Elohims. God is the Elohim of all Elohims. Watch this. What does the word category mean? It is a class or a division of people or things regarded as having particular shared characteristics. Mankind is of the God class. Say, I'm a spirit. I have a soul. I live in a body. I live in a body. I live in a body. I'm of the spirit class. I'm of Elohim's class. Huh? I'm, 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 I'm Elohim's child. So he's capital E Elohim, but guess what? You're lowercase e Elohim. Oh, my goodness, my goodness, my goodness. My, hey, y'all, Baba. Lord, let somebody get it. Let somebody get it. He's capital E Elohim, but we are lowercase Elohim, which connects us to the spiritual part. God in Hebrew means Elohim. Elohim means a spirit being. We are the spirit being class. That's what we are. Can't take it back. It's in the Bible. Go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. It's all right. I'm just expressing my spiritual right. Because I'm going to come back with a known tongue so you can understand me. 1 Thessalonians, please. Chapter 5, verse 23. And Paul wrote this by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And he says, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, And the very God, or the very Elohim of peace, sanctify you holy. And I pray, Elohim, your whole what? Spirit. Wait a minute, wait a minute, Paul. Paul, you, you, you say I'm a spirit? Wait a minute, Paul, how you know? How you? It's in the Bible, right? Paul said, I pray that your whole spirit and soul and body be what? Preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a prayer, y'all. 
Because you can be contaminated in your spirit, in your soul, and Lord knows in the body. But Paul said, here's a prayer. He says, I'm praying that God, for your whole spirit, soul, and body, be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that called you who also will do it. Okay? So when we're asking God to let his kingdom, let, let my life be open to the king and the city, the in-depthness of me, the city be open to the king. I want him to preserve my whole spirit, soul, and body and keep it what? Blameless. Well, how can I do that? Through the leading of his spirit. Because, see, after you got saved, guess where the Holy Spirit went? In your regenerated spirit. He couldn't come back there until after we got saved. The Holy Ghost came to live in your reborn spirit, in your regenerated spirit. Where's the Holy Spirit at right now? In your what? Spirit. He's not in your head. He's not in your flesh. He's not in your body. He's in your spirit. That's where he's at. He's in our spirit. And Paul puts it in his word. And he says, guess what? It's God that called you, and he's going to do it. So I remind God of the word. Lord, your word says that you would preserve my whole spirit, soul, and body until you come back. I don't want to be contaminated. Now, you know, we already shared with you about your eye gate, ear gate, taste gate, smell gate, feel gate. And we already told you, you control, because gates control a flow. You control what you sit up and look at on that TV. You control what you sit up and listen to. How much garbage you go, let go in. And don't tell me you can't do it, because the Bible says Lot, his spirit was vexed every day he lived in Sodom and Gomorrah. But he did not sin. I'm amazed. I'm going to just put this on the table. I'm amazed at how many men can be influenced to sin by their wives. And I'm also amazed at how many wives can be influenced by their husbands. You can be married to somebody that's not totally spiritually there yet and still yourself be dangerous in the spirit. So what are you doing wrong? Why, why are you letting that control you? Why you can't break free? Why are you acting like you're a slave? Acting like a slave, looking like a slave. <laughs> I'm going to live free. I have lived free, and I'm going to live free. And ain't nobody going to... Nobody's going to control my actions but the Holy Spirit. You let somebody have that much power, something's wrong. Because, see, as Elohim's child, full of his spirit, full of the breath of heaven, I'm going to love. I'm going to love. I can't help but to love. People get irritated with me when I talk about my husband and how much I loved him and how much I do love him. But I did, and I do. What you, what you going to do with that? What you, what you want me to do? I loved him with an agape love. So, I mean, and they look at you like, oh, how could you do that? Yeah, well, all that was going, oh. Where, do you, where did you get that from? Am I not a, wait a minute, wait a minute. Am I not a Christian? Okay, I get it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You didn't know I was a Christian. I'm sorry. You, di you didn't know I was Christ-like. I'm so sorry for you. you. You didn't know that. You thought I was at home throwing pots and pans and uh, slashing tires with knives.
lives and burning me in clothes. The devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. Where's the Christianity? I got up this morning. I told him, I said, honey, I said, Valentine is coming. I said, so I'm going to take my nice little self and I'm going to get all dressed up and I'm going out to dinner with Jesus. Well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> I'm going. I don't care if you don't. I'm going. Ooh, wait a minute. Let me stand over. Let me stand over here. Ooh, Lord. Ooh. I'm going out to dinner. I'm going to have a nice dinner. And I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm going to say, thank you, Jesus. And then I'm going to go home. And I'm going to sit down. And I will reminisce. And I'm going to say, thank you, Jesus. Y'all, y'all showing me something. Uh, some, some in right. Something is not right in the water. Something's not right. Something's not right. Where is your love? Where is God in you? And if there's one thing I know, my prayer was daily. Lord, let me and my husband live out our days together. I prayed that continuously because there was always warfare around us to try to stop that. But I prayed and I trust God. I trusted him to, to, we live out our days together. And according to scripture, let only death do us part. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. No matter what else was going on. No matter what everybody else thought they had going on. Hey, shut up. Hey, hey, I say And God answered my prayer. See, a lot of people want their marriages to end. I didn't want my marriage to end. I'm just being honest. You got a lot of women and men who want their marriages to end. I didn't want my marriage to end. No matter what was going on, I, I prayed. I went to God, and God told me. He said, stay, and I'm going to work through it. I'm going to work it for you. See, guess what? When you want it to end, you know what that is, don't you? That's an open door. You asking the devil to come on in. You asking Satan to come in. You opening the door for him to come in. And it was some rough days when I really thought, oh, Lord, please. I was walking through the house the other day. I said, Lord, thank you for keeping the marriage. I said, because I couldn't imagine going over to his house with her, whoever her would have been, going to see my children, going to two celebrations, or having two things going on. I just hung, I, I was going through the house. I said, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I got to walk in the door with my head hung down, looking stupid, because Senior didn't play, baby. Oh, that, that, that man, Senior didn't play. He was sharp as a tack. <laughs> and he was mine. And God, here's Shakata. I said, God kept it that way. I said, God kept it that way. But I prayed. Just like the scripture. Paul said, I pray God, your whole spirit, soul, and body uh, be, be blameless until the coming of the Lord. But you got to want that. I said, you got to want that. Anything in the word of God, you got to want it. If you don't want it, that's an open door for the devil. Woo! 
Talk about you want to be married. I don't know if you're ready. I don't know if you're ready. I don't know if you're ready. Because it's a what? A give and take. A give and take. And sometimes it's more taken than it is giving. That's right. Come on in that consulate office. And <laughs> what, what Minister Brittany said, lay on the couch a minute. Let's talk. <laughs> now, you can't take this from me. I lived it. Okay, how you feel about it? You can't take this from me. I lived it and got the victory. Some ain't right. Must be some in your faith. Maybe you don't believe God. You're going to have to believe God. Faith is a strong conviction that what God has said, he will do it. And you got to hold on to faith when it's good and when it's bad. Oh, some wrong, some wrong. Something wrong. And I'm going to tell you now, you better sit your sit down down. You mess around and get out here and get you a demon. You thought that was a demon. Uh, 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 uh. You better sit down. Look at your neighbor and say, sit your sit down. Down. Sit your little fast, hot. I'm going to tell you like the Holy Ghost. Sit your hot self down. You better sit down. You better learn how to pray. You better learn how to stand. You better learn how to be a wife, how to be a, a husband. With prayer, much prayer. It takes a lot of praying. It takes a lot of praying. I ain't talking about, now nah, lay me down to sleep. <gasps> and you gone to sleep. No, baby, what, what was that? What was that? You ain't even buying no demon. You ain't, you ain't cut de the devil up. What was that? Because I'm telling them right, baby. I'm telling them right. Anyway, give God the glory. Give God the glory. Give God the glory. Give God the glory. So you can stop, you can stop squirming in your seat. I feel you. I feel you. I feel I really do. Y'all think I'm playing, but it's some folks, they squirming. Bishop free. I want to be free. Pay the price. And get free in your spirit. Learn how to live free in your spirit. Learn how to serve God when it's good and when it's bad. See, the thing about Bishop, I wasn't trying to get free. Hello. Woohoo. I wasn't trying to get free. I wasn't looking out the window of the past. I wasn't reminiscing about days gone by. Hello. Woohoo. Woohoo. One, one getting up saying, oh, Lord, I'd be so glad. Oh, Lord. No. Lord, give me strength. Lord, give me strength. Help me, Father. Help me to be a good Christian wife. Help me to be. And the men, help me to be a good Christian husband. See all this new stuff snapping your finger and popping your neck. Senior, if I had to pop my neck, senior would have had my neck rolling. 
Keep rolling, Ann. better pray for me. All this popping your finger and snapping your neck and you going to jump when I say and say hi hi. I don't know who you talking to. Who you talking to, baby? A real man. And even if they're quiet, you better watch the quiet ones. They not stomping their feet. They not punching holes in the wall. You better watch them, though. They quiet. They working on something. You better. Look at Brother Brian. Brother Brian said that's right. You better. I'm quiet. I ain't raising my voice. And it should be respect for the male and the female. Let me say that again. It should be respect for the male and the female. We all respect one another. You don't, you're watching too much Tyler Perry. And gone another world in the hospital. And I don't know who else. I haven't seen that stuff in over, oh, Jesus. You better turn that TV off and the Chicago housewives. Uh-huh. You better turn that stuff off and get your Bible. No, these young women, I wish I could have a class with you. Because you, you need some help of how to be a Christian wife, a Christian woman. How to carry yourself, how to conduct yourself as a child of God. We are not of the world. We in the world, but we're not of the world. That stuff they're teaching you on TV came straight from hell. Hell, I'll help you. It came straight out those people's flesh. They living by their senses. Not the word of God. That's not a relationship. Go to 1 Timothy. We're going to soon close. 1 Timothy chapter 3. Thank you, Father. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And it says, and without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up to glory. Do you see that? Now, I want you to look at the part, and we're going to go through this, and then we're going to close it down. The Bible says God was what? Manifested in the flesh. I want you to say that with me. Say, God was manifested in the flesh. Now, Now, stop right there. Because the word tells us what? God is a spirit. But yet the Bible says he can only be manifested. Manifestation only came because he got in a what? A body. Okay? When you understand God, you'll understand yourself. We were with God in eternity. The Bible says in Psalms 139, he had all of our members written in a book. Just like God was manifested in the flesh, what did he do for us? He gave us flesh bodies so we could be what? Manifested in this world. Without your flesh body, you could not be manifested in this world. The Bible said God was manifested. Is that in your Bible? You sure? You sure that's what it says? Go to Hebrews 2. Bless you, Father. It's all right. Hebrews 2. Hebrews 2. I want you to look at verse 14. Okay? 
And it reads, Hebrews 2.14, for as much then as the children are partakers of what? Flesh and blood. He also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Okay? I want you to see, though, that because we were flesh and blood, Jesus Christ himself, who is God, took part in having flesh and blood. Somebody say God is a spirit. But he took on a body. And he took part in having flesh and blood. So what did he give us? Flesh and blood. Did you know in your new glorified body there will be no blood? That's a whole nother message, but there will be no blood. Blood is contaminated. Blood is contaminated. There will be no blood. Look at Hebrews 10. Giving you scriptures now. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10. Verse 5. When you get it, say amen. All right. Hebrews 10 and 5 says, Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, What? Sacrifices and offering thou wouldest not, but a, but a, but a, but a body has thou prepared. For me. So before he let us into the earth realm, what did he prepare for us? A body. He says, I've gone through the same things you've gone through to get my body that you had to do to get your body. <laughs> That's, I like that. I like that. He says, you prepare for me a human body. Mm. My, 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 my. He took on flesh and blood. He set aside the outward display of his deity and veiled his Godhead in a robe of clay. Sound familiar? That's what Job said. Job said, I too am made from the clay. And we are too. Amen. Now, listen at this. Because <laughs> God went through the same thing, and I'm going to close it out after this. In the first trimester of fetal development, week five, or the third week after conception, the embryo is now made of three layers. There is a top layer middle layer, and a last layer. And each one of these layers have cells. The first layer is called ectoderm. Now listen at this, y'all. And it will give rise to the baby's outermost layer of skin. That blew my mind. It also brings about the central and peripheral nervous system the eyes and inner ears, your baby's heart, and a primitive circulatory system will begin to form in the middle layer of the cell, which is mesoderm. But what, what we're going to pick this up next Sunday. But what got me was, in those first five weeks, ectoderm begins to produce skin. That's what got me. So that means when the Holy Ghost caused the seed of Christ to be placed in Mary's womb, he had to go through the first trimester, the second trimester, and the third. And the first thing that began to happen was skin was formed. If no skin had formed, there would have been nobody. Just bless me. Just bless me. Well, I said, what? God, who is Elohim, stepped down, went into the womb 
of a woman. And let, let me say this. He had to come through a womb because there's no other way you can get flesh except you come through the womb. This is our God we're talking about. I say, what? He said, you prepared a body for me. Well, how did he prepare? When he went, when the angel went to Mary and said, you're going to what? Listen at this, y'all. You're going to conceive in your womb. It's in there. Because in the womb, it goes through different trimesters and different cells come forth to start providing hearts. Nervous system, back muscles. I said, oh, my God, this is too much. I said, what? He needed skin. He couldn't have had a body without the skin. He had to go in a womb to get skin. But if you understand God, you'll understand yourself. We, too, had to go into the womb. Out from eternity, he placed all of our members in a book. He already knew what we were going to look like, how tall we were going to be, how high, you know, our color of our eyes, the color of our hair. And then he took that seed and let it went into the womb of a woman. Why? Because there are the trimester states that take place when things are formed, and the first one formed is skin, which means that skin wraps itself around that embryo and gives it its body. <laughs> and that's all for today. <laughs> Woo! He said, a body. He said, you prepared a body for me. Same thing with us. Any spirit that's on this earth and they don't have a body, they are here illegally. That's why demons need a body. But thank God you have the Holy Ghost. They can't possess you. They can just, you know, kind of stir up some things and bother you, but they can't possess you not no more. We used to be possessed, but we're not anymore. Better, better as, 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 as Paul wrote, know who you lending your body to. God bless you. Give the Lord a hand praise.